0: Back in the seventies, board games and improv theater had a baby and it was called the role-playing game. These games allowed a generation of kids to live out their dreams of slaying dragons and saving kingdoms, all while sitting in their bedrooms and basements. Today, gaming has moved into the cultural mainstream and role-playing games are back with a vengeance. Join us now as five of these former kids come out of the basement and onto the internet to experience adventure, mystery, and obscure pop culture references. It's time for Roll For
1: Combat. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Roll For Combat. I'm your GM and host, Steven Glicker. And in this week's show, the boys finally level up to level 7, and they gear up for what appears to be a suicide mission. Plus, this week, we do not start the Pisocon contest. That's right, it's not starting this week, it's going to start next week, and I'll get into why. And then finally, I have a quick GMPC tip, is should you give out spoilers to your PCs? So a few things about this week's episode. This week is one of those episodes where the boys level up, They buy some gear. They talk about the things they bought for their characters. They figure out what they're gonna do, and they get some clues. So this is sort of the interlude between books three and four, the interstitial, if you will and there's a lot of information of them talking back and forth of what they're going to do, how they're going to level up their characters I know you guys really enjoy this stuff so I kept it in here. I cut out some of it because there's a lot of buying and selling so I did kind of cut out a lot of that and just put in the core pieces but I think you guys will like this episode this is probably going to be the last time you have one of these episodes for a very very long time because that kind of leads into my GM PC tip which I'll get into later which is should you tell your PC's spoiler information, and I do that in this episode. Basically, what I said to them is that books four, five, and six are like one long, huge book, and they ain't coming back. And I'm going to go through whether or not that was smart to tell them that or not and kind of why I did it. But I kind of alluded to them that they better get what they want now and get ready for a wild ride. Now, I personally really like the way the next three books are set because they just sort of go one into another. A lot of these adventure paths you guys play or, you know, Paizo makes... It's usually like book one, and then book two, and then book three, and they have nothing to do with each other. There's usually very little connection between the books. And they've gotten better over the years, but this one, books four, five, and six, might as well just be one adventure. And it gets nuts. So, in real time, this actually could happen in just a couple of days, everything that happens. So... I'm warning them now that they really have to prepare now because this might be the last time they're near civilization because it gets wonky. Oh yeah, and as for the PaizoCon contest, I was going to start it at the beginning of Book 4, which I thought was this week, but after I listened to the episode, I realized this was an interlude episode, and I thought next week will be better, it's episode 70, it's right at the beginning of Book 4, it's a good time for people to jump in, because not everyone likes to hear about the characters and the leveling up and sort of story background, you know, all that information of them sort of kibitzing, so I figured next week's the better time to start it, so again... Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. You successfully hack Captain Vesha's secure data module, and you discover that it contains the data that was deleted from the data core of the Star Eater's spine. This data reveals that the Cult of the Devourer left the secret base, the asteroid base, to search... For the gate of the twelve suns in a distant star system named Najor, Najor's coordinates are somewhere deep, deep in the vast. with that, Mr. Chessex quickly types in the coordinates and looks at you and says, "Oh, this ain't good Najor. that is that is very far away, deep, deep, within the vast, and it sounds like." You have not one, but two groups that have a significant head start on you. It can take anywhere from two weeks to a month to get to that system. I have a feeling you might not be coming back. This might be a one-way trip where you either find and destroy the suit weapon, or we all die. Dun, dun, dun.
0: Way to think positive. Jason McDonald is playing the Soki mechanic Tuttle Blacktail and his drone... Cheddar. I, I don't believe in the no win scenario. Chris Beamer is playing the Lashunta operative, Hiroji.
1: So, this system is far away. It's going to take weeks to get there. You have two very determined groups that have big head starts on you. You probably want to get good gear because this might be the last time in a while that you're, or ever, to be able to get gear. Does that
2: again. mean the gateway is actually like a wormhole to the Delta Quadrant?
1: Could be. Could be interesting, or could we go to the uh, could go to the uh, the liquid galaxy? Yes, uh, could we have some
3: intel on uh, Niger, or is that something we can uh, get from someone else,
0: or is that just Chiswick's? John Stats is playing the Vesk soldier, Mo Dupinski. Like, would he have
3: the any...
1: information they have is absolutely positively nothing. This is an unknown, uncharted system deep inside the vast.
3: Oh, well, that makes research easy, then.
4: Mo likes that. Well, okay. Uh, Let me back that up, then.
0: Bob Marquis is playing the human envoy, Rusty Carter.
4: They must have some information just from telescopes. Is it a red star, a yellow star, bright, small? Could it possibly have planets around it, et cetera, et cetera? Since we know that about stuff deep in space from Earth and our technology, I would like to think they have that.
5: Unless it's blocked by space dust. Didn't you hear the Kepler space telescope just died?
4: I, I did hear that. It's It was very sad. Well, it ran out of fuel, right? Yeah.
5: But good news.
3: My, uh, my friend uh, Gary uh, Sanders, his 30 meter telescope just got approved by Hawaii. So they're going to be building that. So that's kind of cool. All right.
1: I will give you a chance to see if they have any information on it. Do you, do you know how many stars are in a galaxy, right? Yes, hundreds of millions. But At least 20 or 30? Yes, Trillions. 20 or 30. So the chance of them having information on every single one, especially ones that can be literally halfway across the galaxy, you would know your best bet to get information would not be through the Society, but through the Church of Traune. Because they... Offer secrets to the universe. All right. So who's going to go to the church and try to persuade them?
4: I could be charming.
1: Well, this sounds like an intimidation role
5: Okay, you're going to go intimidate the clergy?
4: Uh, I was going to go diplomatize them and be friendly, but okay.
5: Sure. Whatever you guys want. Sure, I'll go. You better need some. You may need someone who actually has skills.
3: Uh, my, oh, my intimidates.
4: Oh, Dr. Tuttle, uh, if we need skills, we're going to need you to be there.
3: Uh, what's your diplomacy? Because I have
4: plus seven for
2: intimidate.
4: Oh, that's just adorable.
2: I have to I have to double check, but I, I seem to recall that Tuttle may actually very loosely believe in Triune. That may be his deity. Oh.
4: Hmm. Okay, that's good. And John, my intimidate is plus 16, plus d6, plus one. Oh, okay. It's just adorable. You think you're intimidating? It's really sweet.
3: <laughs> well, the thing is though, is if when I fail, and I probably will fail, I'm ready for battle.
4: <laughs> that's true. And my diplomacy is plus fifteen. So
3: plus six, plus re-rolls and all that. Plus
4: six, plus six plus one. Yes. I mean that's also correct. But yeah. I can't re <laughs> I can only re-roll bluff, but I can add the D six plus one to uh bluff diplomacy well, and as of this level intimidate.
3: If Tuttle's part of the clan then maybe he should be. Uh, if he's part of the tribe. He ought to. Tuttle.
2: Tuttle uh, he, he. only goes to church on holidays. He's. He's a very. He's a very loose. It's a very loose definition of religion for him. But yes, he is theoretically, is a Triune sort of guy because they're all about knowledge. So.
1: Oh. So tell me what you guys end up doing.
2: Uh,
4: I go to the Triune Temple with anyone who comes. Yeah.
5: I'll go with you. Mo won't do the talking.
1: So with that, you go to the church, they come in to you, and uh, they're like, Yes, Starfinders, welcome to the Church of Treyune. How may we help you today?
4: Namaste. We're hoping that you can help us with a crucial matter that honestly may save the lives of billions. If the lives of billions matter to you, please give us a moment of your time.
1: Oh yes, of course, always, especially if any of you are members of the church.
2: Oh, but of course, uh, I should Tuttle tell you, does. This Tuttle breaks out the secret handshake.
3: Yeah, Moses, salam aleikum, netjackers.
4: I should tell you that our dear Doctor Tuttle has also been teaching me of the ways of your belief, so that someday I may either know you better or perhaps become one of you. Uh, yeah. Uh, Thirty-seven bluff on that one.
1: You're trying to bluff a priest?
4: I said that I was interested in maybe converting. That's it. You're going to hell. Well, yeah. (laughs) That,
3: that, of course. He's going to knowledge hell. (laughs) He's going to knowledge hell.
1: He's like, oh, we always accept those who wish to know more about the universe, especially the drift and the mysteries within. How may we help the Starfinders today?
4: Are you familiar with... Actually, I should back this up. We hope, we desperately hope that you have true information about a strange star system far from here called Nature.
1: Hmm. Let me see what we can find in the databases. In the meantime, if you want to peruse any of the pamphlets and do come by for the pancake breakfast tomorrow morning... At uh, 7 a.m., we have special boysenberry. A.m.? Ooh.
2: It's always, oh, I, yeah. it's always three pancakes, though, of course. It's boysenberry season.
1: Mo's on that.
2: No, maybe. Yeah. Woo-hoo, 99
1: on the D100. Okay, you guys are looking at the pamphlets. He's typing into some systems, and he raises an eyebrow, Spock-like. One eyebrow raised looks back at you and says Najor, you say fascinating you know that system no longer exists that is a gas giant that is ancient that was torn asunder you realize that, correct? whoa is this true? yes, may I see the coordinates of where you're trying to go to
4: I pat my you know pockets. I had those on me a moment ago. Um, Wait a minute. Let's give them the coordinates. (laughs) No, I mean I just don't have them.
1: Uh, Tuttle would probably have the coordinates. Tuttle, Tuttle the the coordinates. He goes through and looks at the coordinates. He goes, Ah, yes, this makes more sense. I understand. Yes, these are coordinates within the vast. So it seems like. What you're going to be exploring or wish to find is the remnants of this star system. This happens quite a bit, as I'm sure you're aware, Mr. Tuttle, that systems, entire planetoids, or even entire star systems can be torn to pieces. I imagine that the planets or fragments of the planetoids are all that's left. This this will be a unique experience for you if you've not done this before. But I'd imagine that the planetary system will be in multitude of pieces. Quite an expedition for you, I expect.
4: Well, you've been so very helpful to us, obviously, as, since we are friends of your church tremendously. And of course, one of our members you know, is one of you. We'd love to share any information we learn with you, if that'd be any helpful, if that'd be helpful to you.
1: But of course, there's many, many mysteries in the vast.
5: Tryune is that god of technology, right? Something like that. So we're going into the vast. We're going into the vast. Well, you're going into the drift because the drift engines allow you to go into the drift. I think vast just means space. Like that's like like when they talked about the black in Firefly. A-
3: no, I think it's it says vast uh, as I, a fringe region. I French
4: put a front region. note on D20 Pro. Why don't you read that?
5: Yeah, it's it's
3: a region of space where there are few drift beacons and most it's basically uncharted territory. It looks like Yes, yeah. Okay, that's where territory. I got confused. Right. Yeah. So the
1: vast is basically very far away. It's completely uncharted, and there's just like things out there. The drift is what allows you to go in and out, and there's actually secret locations within the drift that only members of the church have access to. In fact. There's, there's, you know this, like, there's secret temples, there's secret strongholds, like, there's secret things within the Drift, and only if you have a Drift beacon can you get to them. And Uh. the members of the church, Triune is the one, the god of the Drift, so he knows where everything is. So he can get anyone, if you're, like, a member, and you want to get to, say, a temple within the Drift, Triune tells you how to get there. And there's no other way to get there. Like, it's it's the perfect place to hide. And, fun fact, that is where the corpse fleet is. Hence, when you were trying to find out where they are or try to get to them, you can't. Literally, they are completely hidden because they only exist within the um, the drift. It's like a pocket Uh, dimension, uh, pretty much. Yeah, it's a pocket dimension. That there's the thing is the beacons allow you to navigate. So, without the beacons, you can't get anywhere. And the weird thing about the Starstone is, is that anywhere within the drift, anywhere within the system, the further away you go, the longer it takes to get places. Like, there actually is physical space to it. It's sort of like hyperspace in a way. But, no matter where you are, it always takes one to six days to get back to Absalon Station. So, even if you go five months in one direction, it only takes you, you know, one to six days to get back. Which is something unique to the Starstone and only the Starstone. Which is why there's so many people who are come here, and there's so many people who hang out here because everyone can come here, and they a lot of people find their way here even by accident.
4: Yeah, it's kind of annoying how many. Well, I'm sorry. I mean, it's 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 great having, uh, yeah, all of them. Yes.
1: Yeah.
5: Build a wall. You want to build a wall, a space wall? Well,
4: yeah, a space wall around wall. the Starstone.
1: Anyhow, there's. Um, so, right, the vast is like the area that's unexplored, that's way outside. And this is a system that was torn asunder. Parts of it are, exist within the drift, parts of it exist within the vast. There's not really that much information on it. And to get to it will obviously take weeks. He does tell you a little bit more that they're actually that the system actually had a lot of cla- a lot of uh, gas giants in it. So if there was anything there, it probably was on some moons or something else that actually had a rocky surface. But that system has gone through great stress and god knows what's going to be left in- when you go there. Yeah. So Mo
3: is thinking low gravity. Well, I I think we might exp- Experience some low gravity situations where we might want to uh, propel ourselves through other means.
4: Well, sure, but actually, uh, if I'm hearing it right, it's going to be like a variety of chaotic ter- terrain. So it could be heavy gravity in one place, light in another. It's
3: right. It. That that's true. But I'm just thinking like propulsion and like I have jump jets. Oh, you know, most oh, I have jump jets. Jet. We all have jump oh. jets. Oh, okay. Never mind this. I actually,
2: I actually don't, but Cheddar does, and I, but Cheddar I, can does, ride, yeah. I can ride him. So.
3: Oh, okay. So that sounds good. Um, do we have any? I'm just thinking of equipment. You know, I'm um, a practical guy. So
5: yeah.
1: So let's go back. So this is this is the plan. Just so you know, from meta point of view, the system's far away. You guys are level seven. You have a whole bunch of gear you could probably sell. You probably won't be coming back. <laughs> so, so sounds like a one way trip, one way or the other. What? I'm coming back, definitely. Well, you might be coming back, but probably not till this module's over. You might be Changed. coming back before that. But, You're coming uh, back uh, module? You mean the next book? No. <laughs> no, he means path. dead sons. Yes, as indeed. Yes, so books four, five, and six, Um, it's all one big uh, finale. It's not a finale, but let's just say, uh, just from a meta point of view, just so you guys plan, you guys are not going to be coming back uh, until this is over. Yeah, but it's hard to plan
5: though because I mean, if we're gonna, what level does this go to? What level do we go? go Thirteen. Right, so we're halfway there level wise. Like we need, we're gonna need to re gear.
1: Well, we're going to find some stuff, too, though. Keep in mind, you can build stuff. You can craft. You've never done it, but it can be done. You can craft on your ship. You
5: can. How does that work? I haven't looked at it.
1: Basically, whatever it costs, you use UPBs, and then you just need people with good engineering skills and mysticism if you're trying to do so. You guys have the skills to pay the bills. I'm not too worried about it. Like, if you really need to build things, you can. And you can just make some weapons. You can make armor. Yeah, you can make stuff. You can do. You can make things. Um, well,
3: if we sell all our stuff, most ninety nine percent of this stuff, um, we probably won't have that much more. Maybe a few hundred credits
1: more, right? Depends what you're trying to sell. I mean, just a fair amount in here. So, but yes, you guys will have. You guys will also probably find things. I mean, who knows what's uh, on this world could have weird alien technologies that you've never seen or used before
3: i think i might upgrade my constitution
1: uh personal upgrade i think i might do that so first of all why don't you guys go to the list and see if there's anything you guys want to keep and then i'll sell the rest we'll go reverse i would say the only thing we keep are
5: things like batteries and grenades
4: keep all the grenades i'm gonna hold on to the uh thunderstrike street sweeper otherwise i'm good
3: steve you got my uh, email about the uh the uh the, the z- frostbite zero rifle yeah you want to f- keep the frostbite zero that, rifle basically everything that's okay we're keeping the haste circuit the mark one rings of resistance you colored them to show that we have everything equipped I agree that we should keep the... uh, Oh, we have more than one frostbite class zero rifle. Okay, so that's kind of cool. Anything that's colored, we keep. I agree, keep the uh, batteries. Um, Tuttle, do you see anything that you might need here? Uh, um, Hold on a second. I was looking at... I'm looking uh, at the email right now. That's why I'm, you know...
2: I was looking at the Corona laser pistol, but that's only 2d4 damage. It's not that much better than. I mean. If you don't want that, I'm going to take it.
4: Uh, Steve, I'm
2: going to actually. It's one of your wrong. 19 weapons.
4: I'm so going to get rid
5: of most of my other weapon.
4: Correction. I'm actually going to keep that long arm sniper rifle instead of the uh, Thunderstrike Street Sweeper, and I'll switch over the uh, feet to the sniper one. But I'm going to buy a Respect Stone before we do 10.
1: The Pneumatic Resonator. I don't think you can, can you? When can you use it again? Can I? I think you have to be level 8 to use it again.
4: Well, I'm not going to use it until we uh, are level wow. 8. That's <laughs> smart. So that's fine.
1: <laughs> well, I'll have to look it up. Give me a second. So
4: We're already level 7, so...
1: Fine. no right but i don't know what level you can i'll, I'll look it up so okay. you're gonna well, instead... at any
4: rate, but the, i like the sniper rifle thing is actually i'm looking it up sniper works well for on because i'm rarely ever going to be able to take full round attacks again because i'm going to spend at least the move action to do the get them on anybody we're fighting and actually around around seventh and eighth level i'll be doing it on entire groups that are surrounding us so at that point the fact that a sniper rifle has like the long reload of you know needing a whole move action is not a negative so the extra damage actually works out
1: so how many mark ones
2: rings of resistance do you guys need to keep four no, well, some of you no, have i already. have one already now i have a ring of sustenance i don't know that i'm really going to carry two rings but you
3: can now you have two you slots. can have two you rings you have two slots so there's no oh no you not. can
5: only have two magic items actually yes yeah, that's, that's correct, correct.
2: that's that's licks. what i'm thinking is that the magic item limit maybe i'll just keep that other slot open
3: They're cheap though.
2: Well, I'm taking one.
1: You can keep Mo has one. Yeah, so Mo
2: has one. I I guess I'll wear one for now, and I can always swap it out later. Yeah, Rusty probably wants one. He already has one. Rusty had one.
4: One what? Ring. Uh, Ring of resistance. I already have. Rusty has a Mark II ring of resistance. Oh,
1: (laughs) Corona laser.
4: I only have have a Mark One. I
1: think these are all Mark Ones. Does anyone have want the Corona laser pistol? Nope. I, I'm gonna
5: I'm gonna take it unless uh Tuttle wants it. That's my backup. It's just better than the arc pistol. A little bit better, not much.
1: Advanced Sharon Eye rifle. Which is only funny because you found like twenty of these things and now you're finally taking one. So you keep Well that. I couldn't use it before now. Right. And it's so, a
4: level eight weapon, so there's another reason I'm taking it.
1: The electrostatic field mark one, that's a armor thing. I presume you guys will keep that. Hay circuit you're keeping, frag grenades you're keeping all those frostbite class zero rifle keep one sell one yeah oh, there's actually three no there's three. there's three of them yeah. so keep one sell right, 2 i'll keep
3: one yeah
1: there's the vicious fusion seal you guys keeping that or selling that
3: actually hmm. was that i think that? it was crap it was crap
1: we looked at it there's it's a bleeding fusion seal and a vicious fusion seal what does the okay. vicious one do again let me look
5: cut up. It does like extra damage
1: or something. I forget. Like, but oh, you take damage. damage, right? You're right. You take damage when you use it. It does damage, but oh. you take damage. It's oh, that's kind of uh, cool. Yeah, it's something that that's actually cool kind of for
3: you guys in the back. That's good for you guys in the back and the rear. But it costs. And do you have a uh, a weapon that you really want to use it on? I mean,
5: um, I, I'm always thinking, John. I always got a plan. So
1: yeah I, but
3: it costs every time you use it on a weapon though you know last time you couldn't
1: well it only goes up to level five anyhow so it <laughs> will we'll work on any weapon above level five so yeah let's sell it yeah. and the bleeding only goes to level six
5: Could, if it mitigates that then it might be totally worth it but yeah level five's too low
3: I like mo has a level two weapon <laughs> jeez I can't even afford a freaking advanced pike.
1: It's level nine. All right. So altogether, when you sell all that stuff, it comes out to four thousand six hundred sixty-two credits, which gives you an extra one thousand one hundred sixty-five. So altogether, I'll give you your totals. There's your totals. That does not include the serums that uh, you wanted to buy yet, Mister. Yeah, Mister. Mo. So there's so. your totals. It's like Rusty's the big chicken dinner winner.
4: Well, yeah, that's been happening a lot actually. I think what actually my gear loot total is higher than anyone else's.
3: You don't buy anything.
4: Uh, you'll be getting an email.
3: Uh, so can we deduct 250 from everyone for the healing serums? Yes.
5: Okay.
1: Is that okay, Tuttle? Yep. Yeah, it's fine.
5: Do we we kept the grenades and the and the uh batteries, right?
1: Yeah, I kept all the grenades, I kept all the batteries. So the Mark II mnemonic editor is level 10, which means you can't buy it yet. And it's 3,000 credits, so you cannot even get it. Bob. Sorry, say again? Wop, wop. Bob, are you watching TV? No, he's he's buying stuff.
4: I was. I'm sorry. Uh, The mnemonic
1: mnemonic editor Mark II is level 10. It's 3,000 credits, but it's level 10. Okay,
4: well, then I'm not going to respect till 10, obviously, so I'm not going to worry about it.
1: Okay. Well, mind. you can't buy it. Yeah. Well, then either, I won't so... buy it.
4: There it is. Uh, the sniper rifle, as I said, I was reading it. It's not bad for the class just because I'm not going to be a multiple attack per round person anyway. So the Good. disadvantage of the sniper, which is only one attack per na- round, is less of a problem for me.
3: Cool. Nice. I'll put all those healing serums on my character sheet, but they're mostly going to be on this. Th- I'll carry around 20, but a bunch of them will be on the
1: ship. How much is that? A thousand for... Twenty, yep.
3: Yep. God damn you!
1: Such a
2: waste.
3: Mo was not fooled by those inflated prices of those Mark II healing serums. Not fooled by one bit. I can't imagine anybody's buying those.
2: I hate to break it to you,
3: but I kind of did. I think I did too. I'm looking at my character sheet right now. I think we each got a emergency. Oh wait a minute! I guess I didn't.
4: Wow, spending money in this game is. Really fast. I spent all of the eleven thousand in a minute or two. Wait,
1: your numbers are changing. Hold on.
4: Well, that will affect things.
3: Mo could lend you money. He's a
4: really.
3: He, he's a six for fiver.
4: Uh, you mean you're willing to uh, to loan me uh, six thousand credits, and I only pay you back five? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh... <laughs> here let me let me do a bluff check to see if I can explain how you make
1: money. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, there is your new totals. Sorry about that. It's only five hundred more because uh, I forgot to take out the uh, uh, remove disease on Hiroji money. <laughs> oh. oh
4: yeah, gotta pay. Okay.
1: Gotta pay that.
4: Well, I'm exactly at my eleven thousand that I just spent. What luck?
1: <laughs> Unless you just want to take the money out of uh, Hirojis alone, that everyone gets an extra two fifty.
4: Yeah, well, that's fair.
1: Nope.
3: Rusty, do you need uh, to borrow some credits? No, I'm good. But thank you. Okay. Uh, Mo is done. He's locked and loaded, ready to rock and roll.
5: Yeah, I'm ready. I'm not ready. Okay.
3: Didn't we, uh, didn't we have a some kind of maladies that we needed to cure? I know they were cured. Hiroji was cured, but I thought
1: we had some more than that. You had one more, but it was cured too. You guys are all set. You guys are all happy. Go lucky. Bill J- Spinjali.
3: I'm ready to talk about my feet.
1: Well, I want to wait till everyone's ready.
3: I'm ready. Everyone.
1: Are you everyone, Bob?
2: In my mind, sure.
1: There's some nice sniper weapons
5: in this new book.
2: I find myself wondering if we should buy a Tier 3-ish computer to take with us. If we're not coming back.
5: I don't like the doom and gloom of not coming back. I'm coming back. I don't know what the rest of yous. But I am how coming much, back.
3: How much does the Tier 3 cost, uh, Jason? On tier 3 would be twelve fifty.
5: What's her, do we have what do we have on our ship?
3: I don't think we're gonna need that just because the nature oh, does that give pluses or does it unlock stuff? Because if it unlocks stuff, we probably would
2: need it. A yeah. little bit of both.
3: The unlocking I'm not so interested in because like I just can't imagine that it's gonna be useful. How much are the bonuses? Are they like one percent of a bonus or are they like at least five percent
1: um well i forget exactly the way it works i haven't looked at it the computer section is actually quite large in the book
2: but but i think you buy a base computer and then you also can buy like modules and like the, one of the modules determines the plus oh um do you what what level do we have right now
1: well your your data pads are level one
3: yeah i i, I just don't know what we can do with computers. Like, what would we do
4: with a computer? It's... Wait, is it uh, for this? It's
1: a little nebulous. It doesn't really let you do... It. I mean, in theory, if you were trying to hack into systems and you had, like, a level 5 computer trying to hack to like, level 3, it gives you bonuses, things like that, but Tuttle's computer ability is so high already that it, he doesn't really need it. computer is more like a metagame, larger thing that's more... The NPCs and the monsters
3: use than the PCs. Something like a uh, life raft or something—something that's really useful if you need it. But ninety-nine percent of the time, you
2: really don't need it. I'm okay with that. I might, I might still give the whole computer section another read between sessions, and yeah, yeah. Maybe make a you know, if it seems like there's some real value that we're missing, maybe make a change. Yeah, but. No, I, I, I'm okay with that. And I have enough money spending. right right now. I have enough money I could just buy it out of my own loot if I had to. I may also get it for just a sort of role-playing thing. Just Tuttle, would, well, Tuttle would want a good laptop. Isn't
3: there something you can do with Cheddar with money?
2: Uh, I mean, I cheddar seems I could... to be
3: super upgradable.
2: Yeah, but he just got weapon upgrades at level 6. so it, It's weird. Drones don't have as many... As many upgrade options because they level up is char- kind of the same way characters do. Oh, so, I mean, you can uh, they have they you can buy them upgrade spots like you can have like the same way armor has upgrade slots. But uh-huh. beyond that, eh. and you can upgrade the weapons because they just fit on weapon mounts. But that's the same. That's the same. Excuse me. Uh, the same conundrum you have with player weapons that if something drops, that's better. Then you just pick up the drop. Yeah. I'm still also vaguely kicking a little bit kicking around the idea of going with the uh personal ability upgrade. Bumping my intelligence up. Makes make chat make, che- oh. make total even. Oh smarter. yeah, totally. totally. Oh yeah. That'd be great. But that would that would represent like eighty percent of my money if I did that. So That's what I spend my money on. Well I, I will don't tell I, you. I don't need food. i got the ring of sustenance. <laughs>
4: I will tell you from a role pranks perspective, Doctor Tuttle is the only member of the party that Rusty is actually kind of respects.
2: Tuttle, Tuttle would actually, <laughs> kinda of think it's cool to be even smarter than everyone else. I mean, well, and that's why Just is really an funny. ego. Just as an ego thing, he probably he's, would want to.
5: He's not much smarter than me. <laughs> <laughs> I,
4: I was waiting
2: no.
1: for that. <laughs> no. I mean. Yeah,
4: a... yeah. I keep hearing this, but I don't know. I
1: don't know. I keep editing episodes skeptical. where you're rolling threes, fours, and fives like constantly.
4: Yeah, he seems to be figuring out all these technical matters, and you just keep—I don't know—talking about how you can. I don't—I don't know. I mean, I'm sure you're very bright. That's fine. I'm sure you. I don't know. The teachers gave you good grades. Mm-hmm. You know, antenna school wherever you went.
5: Let's hope you don't need one of those skills in medicine, for example.
4: Why would I need that? I never get injured.
1: <laughs> True. Wow. <laughs> Especially with a sniper rifle, now. Yeah, you know. Now I think about it, Rusty rarely gets hit. Hmm. Yeah. How about that? Mo? on the other hand. He's a pincushion. Actually, you see what happens is, let's see. Hiroji always is like doing all of his tricks so he doesn't get hit. Tuttle usually gets pounded onto the brink of death. Sorry, uh, Chatter gets pounded onto the brink of death. And Tuttle usually gets a hit here or there. Mo usually gets pounded onto the brink of death. And then Rusty, Rusty's just way in the back. He's so far in the back that they don't even know he's there.
4: The base the base uh, distance of my sniper rifle is 70 feet. So even if I don't even try, I can stand in the back.
1: What is uh, the base distance for your uh, taunting, though?
4: Yeah, it has to be within a certain range for, like, the get and things. That's a little concerning, yeah. So I'm going to stand 59 and a half feet from every monster th- for the rest of the time.
1: What you really need is you need like a ability to
2: let you run in, taunt, and then run back out.
4: Yeah, I'm a little jealous of that ability of Chris's that he can. So he needs
2: like like a, a blink spell.
4: Right. Yeah. Steve, I sent you my revised character, including loot I bought.
2: Look at that!
1: How efficient.
4: Well, I bought like four things.
1: Chris, talk to me. What are you looking at?
4: What do you What are you doing? I'm I'm doing math. I mean, I'm I'm
5: buying stuff. I thought you said no rush. Now you're rushing. No, I
1: was just curious. I'm not (laughs) rushing you. I'm actually just curious. Hurry up, Chris. Uh, you guys can take as much time. No rush, hurry up. No rush, hurry up. The whippings will continue until morale improves. All right. how much money did I got? You had fifty six ninety nine. Yes. Five six nine nine point nine five. What was that weapon fusion your weapon has?
4: Oh, the the blasty thingy? Yeah, what What was was that? Uh, a bombarding fusion. It's uh, page 62 of the armory.:
5: What does that cost? I mean, are you using it anymore? Or is it?
4: Uh, yes, as a matter of fact, I am using it.
1: I want what you have? In
4: fact, it's been moved to my new level 8 weapon. and it only costs 720.
1: So the cost the cost of your weapon
4: level: Well, right. The cost
1: of the fusion.
4: Thank you, that's right. Oh, actually, I have to pay an upgrade cost. That's correct. That's right. Uh, so, yes, I want to borrow 1,200 credits from uh, from Mo.
5: 1,200
4: credits, let's see. Let's What's go that going
5: to cost go. you in return?
3: Hold on. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> <that's> a <laughs> bit of a concern. <laughs> That'll get uh, 1,500. 1,500 uh, by the end yep, of the next adventure.
4: That, right. that sounds next reasonable. Time, yeah, next that's time fine. we uh, I understand. have a turn in. Okay, Steve, I pay the upgrade cost for moving it from my level 6 to my level 8.
1: Okie okay, dokie.
4: And now I owe 1500 Could you keep track of that, please?
3: Uh, yeah, and I've already
5: forgotten about it.
4: Yeah, me too.
5: Ha! <laughs> <laughs> you said it's page 62 of which book?
4: The Armory. New one. Starfinder Armory, yeah. I already made a note of it. And thank you, Steve. I honestly had forgotten that. I always like to keep... Down to the credit of the actual credit. I'll bonus. tell
1: you why, because I literally just edited the episode where we did this, and it's all fresh in my head, and I know those rules really, really well now. So, well, if you remember, I was the one <laughs> who was
4: being the stickler about that. Since you, know, you were actually <laughs> correct, yeah. that was yeah, the funniest
1: part. After all that's that, that's why I'm annoyed. You were right, and we were all wrong.
4: Well, I had been researching it, so it's, uh, it was fresh in my head at that time, which I completely forgot since then. Now that I have to upgrade it from six to eight.
5: I, I, I want that Bombarding Fusion.
4: Uh, actually, I can tell you why you want it and why I also did it. But so This is an OOC, since Rusty would not tell you this. Oh, I, I know slot, why I want it. I slot one level 8 grenade into it, which is a 4d6 damaging grenade. And now, once a day, I can fire a virtual grenade that costs 2300 for the low, low right. cost of
5: Right, and you don't lose it. You yeah, lose exactly. So
4: once a day, basically, I fire it four times, and I have saved 10,000 credits worth of equipment and i do yep. force sec- it we have no area of effect so that's it's yeah
5: a- that's awesome I, I i've got a good use for it too all right so how much does that cost
4: which what's the level of the weapon you're putting on a-
5: that is a good question i think seven
4: seven is 1560 then you have to buy a big ass grenade
5: oh i bought a big ass grenade
4: but not more than level seven
5: let me double check my, my weapon level
4: yeah, You can't put a level 8 weapon, oh, grenade into the level 7 fusion. It, it's This is where I went through all this in the past. It's And that's actually why, by the way, the level 8 upgrade is huge. It goes from 2d6 for that grenade to 4d6. It doubles the damage of that area of yep. effect per day. Actually, if you think of it in other terms, uh, spellcasters, mystics, spells are a limited resource. You can do only a certain number per day. I bought a 4d6 AoE damage spell. That I can cast yep. once a day, perpetually.
3: Really? Yes. It doesn't wear what, out? Um,
4: no, not if I... Unle- okay, in to an emergency, if we're about to die, I'd actually have to fire the real grenade and use it up if I had to do it a second time, and then I'd never be able to do it again until I bought a new you grenade. You actually
5: can't oh. fire the real grenade. You'd have to remove it from the thing and
1: then throw right. it. <laughs> yeah, that would be horrible. You know what it's actually like? It's like a chicken laying an egg. Cause that's it, like every 24 hours, a chicken can lay a new egg. Right, your gun can make a new grenade every 24 hours. It's actually 25 hours, but
2: and maybe in an emergency, way. you have to shoot the chicken.
1: That's correct. So, from now on, I will be calling that your chicken gun, Mr. Rusty.
4: That's fair.
2: Chicken
5: gun,
1: chicken gun.
5: How much did you spend on your grenade?
1: Uh,
4: 2,350 for the level uh, eight frag three grenade, does 46 damage.
5: But you can't use yet. Yes, I can. Oh, now you can.
4: Because that's why I wanted the sniper rifle that was level eight. I could upgrade everything. It wasn't just my own base. It's also the grenade damage.
1: You guys found some frag three grenades. Rusty has one, and Tuttle has one.
4: Oh, I didn't have to buy one. No, oh, I have, have another one. two. Okay, I am not borrowing that money from from.
1: Go away. Go away. <laughs> oh, no. you pay paying, paying back. you yeah, pay back the big
4: Yay! Cha-ching! 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 Pay back the big? Jesus. Uh, no, I, I slot in my Frag Grenade 3, and I don't pay for this one. And I'll keep that money. Keep the money!
1: There's two There's Frag money. grenades you. that you guys kept. There's a couple of Frag Grenade 2s. Um, that's all on the sheet. I'm. Uh, I'm. I uh, I it. no. No, I'm. It's all sent in. No, I'm sure it's there. I just didn't see what it. Level of a frag grenade three, like eight or something. Eight, right? Yeah, it's level eight. Yeah. yeah, that's probably the best one you can get. That's really Free. funny. There's two of them, Chris. In your. Oh, kit. that's perfect. So you can use. Yeah, maybe I want one.
4: Well, I'm using one that I'm putting in there, and now Rusty I have has a lot
1: one, more and money. the other one Tuttle has the other one. So talk to Tuttle.
5: That's all right. I don't need that
3: rent. Right you now. adjusted Moe's up to fifteen hundred, correct?
1: Yeah, yeah. No, you're yeah, do. you're going to die with all that now, money. Uh,
4: without borrowing him from twelve hundred, I I look to have about thirteen hundred credits left. So that's
3: when great. I get an yeah, advance Mike, I'll, I'll be. I just don't have enough money for the upgrade for my melee. Yeah, that's the problem with this build. Is that it's. You can attack multiple times which means you can't use any unwieldy weapons which is basically 75 percent of the melee
1: weapons yeah you know, the the really good ones are unwieldy because they do massive yeah. amounts
3: of damage. and that's fine I'm happy Although, with that
1: yeah and I rather the do decent attack ones twice are not unwieldy so like the really really powerful ones are unwieldy and the decent ones are you can do uh, full attacks with I just love
3: that I'm using a level two weapon, though.
1: <laughs> and the monsters do too. Well,
3: maybe I'll get lucky, and one of them will have an advanced pike.
2: True, actually, it's true.
1: I mean, the monsters you're fighting—they do have good weapons um, and armor. I mean, you've been slowly using their equipment.
3: Yep. All my equipment—I went begged, borrowed, or stolen. Chris, what
5: are you doing? I thought we were not in a rush. There's nothing not, to do. Steve's not, not ready to, not, for us to continue. We're not in on. a rush.
1: We're not in a rush. It's fine. I want to talk about to my feet. I talk. Well, what about? That's no, um, fine. The one that's also uh, working is uh, is uh, Jason too, right? Oh, okay. Jason, are you there? All right, I'm I'm done. All right, so
2: yeah, no, I'm here. I uh, just, I mean, I'm just having a moral dilemma of whether to zero out everything, and get the intelligence upgrade, or do it. I have
4: 1,300 credits I can loan you.
2: Oh, yeah. Why
1: don't we talk about what you guys leveled up, your new characters, any things you decided to buy, and then you guys can have a few more days to finalize your characters and everything you want to buy. Yeah, I I bought everything. We'll jump right into you guys going to Najor, and then that will be the beginning of the end. Okay, not really, but... It is fascinating. Books four, five, and six are like a, uh, they, they go fast. They, uh, they're all connected. It's sort of like one big connection. So,
5: so one thing I'll tell you, I, I bought, I did get the Bombarding Fusion for my weapon, and I bought a level two Holy Hand Grenade.
1: You bought nice. like, the Holy Hand Grenade? Like the actual yes. Holy Hand the Grenade? The Holy
5: Hand Grenade of Antioch. Wow. <laughs>
1: not, the, not the Grenade of Wonder, which is also no. really funky.
5: Holy Water Grenade level 2. Well, uh, well, is what's that
4: good for? I mean, the Holy Water is, is disgusting.
5: It does 46 damage to undead.
4: Well, that's that's part's good because undead are horrible. But we don't need Holy Water. Holy Water, disgusting. Get it away from us.
5: <laughs> I bought Holy Water Hand Grenade level 2 and I bought five <laughs> level 1 Holy Water Hand Grenades. I bought two Adamantian ammo, Two more, I should say. Eight Cold Iron, three Silver. I bought eight regular ammo. I just bought a lot of ammo. And I bought uh, three
1: level one smoke grenades, and that is it.
4: Smoke grenades are very good.
1: That holy hand grenade. You'll never need that. You're only going up against the corpse fleet. Exactly.
5: And that's what I'm thinking. I put that one in the in mm. the uh, bombarding, and I can do it. God, you know money. what?
3: I'm wondering if I need to get a silver weapon or something.
5: Well, I, I don't. we haven't run into it yet, but I just want to be prepared. It's not that much more money for ammo.
1: Well, it's not the silver weapon you want. There's the fusion holy, which is super cheap. I think it's like level 1 fusion or something. That's a good point. And that uh, uh, can, does I, really well, does can that I get damage.
3: more than one fusion on a weapon though?
1: It depends on the level of your weapon. Level 2 and no. depends on the level of the
3: fusions. I think I've two level 1 fusions. <laughs> you
1: can either put two uh, level 1 fusions <laughs> or one level two fusion on your weapon, so it's up to you. That's well, what uh, level's I- that bombarding one.
4: Uh level five base. The the level of the uh, the weapon fusion is level five.
3: Called is level one and is holy level one? Uh it is level two. Dun dun dun
4: Huh. That's interesting.
3: Bypasses uh damage resistance versus good and ignores the energy resistance of evil, evil dragons, evil outsiders, and evil undead. Whatever that means. I don't know how a weapon would ignore energy resistance. Oh, energy resistance. Oh, well, I don't have an energy weapon, so that wouldn't matter. So, You have me looking up
4: holy weapon fusions now.
3: Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's good for, I guess... Yeah, it's good for uh, for energy weapons, I think. Yeah. So it's also good for melee. No, it's well, not that
4: great.
5: If there's something that has damage resistance, good. Yeah. It's not, not that good.
4: Yeah, I'm good. Uh, the Holy Hand Grenades, how much do those cost? For some reason, I'm not seeing those. In uh, they're
5: in the barrel. new book. The 375 for level 1 and 940 for level 2.
4: Hmm. bit much. I only have uh, 1,300 left. I wouldn't want to take a loan out. That'd be awful.
3: I think a level one fusion on my level two weapon is 360 on page 192. And I think that's the only price I need to pay. The price
1: of the fusion is the level of your weapon. Right. The level of the fusion is the total number of fusions you're allowed to put on your weapon. So if you have a level three weapon... You can put on three level one fusions or one level three fusion or one level two right. fusion and a level one fusion. Okay. Like that, that sort of limits. So the good thing about your pike is, oh, yeah, it's really cool, except it's level two. So you, the at most you can do is have two level one fusions. And I'm going to add another level one fusion, and it's a good one. It's called
3: anchoring right at the beginning. It's when I crit, the, the target is immobilized for one to four rounds cannot use any form of mov- movement, including teleportation.
1: Okay.
2: Yeah, I mean, as long as you have room for it. I was actually looking at that same fusion, so... As long as you have room on it for your pike.
3: Yeah, I only have one fusion on it. It's cold. I've got cold, oh, okay. and yeah, I was going to add anchoring,
1: yeah. yeah. I'm not, I forgot the price, so the level 2 price is what it costs.
3: Yeah, yeah level 2 is uh, 360 credits, yeah, so, so if you... Uh, yeah, so if you delete that from Mo,
1: and install it, or well, you if you guys me give in, me your, I'll final send you an email, and just tell me what you guys buy. Basically, just if you can outline what you buy, just you can list it. You don't have to tell me because I'll put it in. I have another Hero Lab, and uh, I just I just mirror yours. Okay, but, uh, I'll just put it I in do. Hero Lab. Yeah, I actually just um, the, the the your everything you buy and sell I do in Excel. So that, if you just tell me what you're buying, then I'll do that
2: in Excel.
3: Yeah, uh,
1: for the Excel
3: part, it's uh,
1: just right okay. it now for me. Everyone's buying all their stuff. You got all your money. You know you're going to be going into the vast and the fringe of space where you will literally never ever be heard from ever again. You either will I hear come... what Tuttle says. Actually, <laughs> you're either going out there and winning or you're coming back dead. So with that... I'm planning on coming
5: back and taking the Starstone Challenge to become a god. That's my plan. Okay.
1: That's good, except no one's been able to ever get near the Starstone. So, well, that's part of the challenge. So. That is part of the challenge. Um, yeah. Who wants to go first and tell me all about me. your wonderful level 7 character? Roji? level 7.
5: Uh, of course, the assorted skills are there um i skills? mm, not really i mean i have a little smattering of everything i upped my physical science i have my life science up my up my i maxed out my mysticism right things like that engineering is high computers are high it's all good i have something called quick pigeon quick pigeon quick Quick pigeon pigeon. that's a good name that's a really good name Yes. Uh, if I don't share a language with the creature I encounter, you and the creature can spend 10 minutes attempting to converse, if they're willing, and then attempt to check. And if I succeed, we form a Pidgin language, that well, is basic communication. Cool. So that is an interesting thing, because uh, I'm, I'm a Xeno uh, seeker. Oh, that's so, pigeon, so Pidgin, P-I-D-G-I-N. That. G-I-N, correct. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I have something called Uncanny Agility now.
3: So Ooh. I'm so
5: agile and dexterous that I'm immune to the flat-footed condition and my opponent doesn't gain any bonuses to attack rolls against you from flanking or attacking you when they're prone so and covering fire or herring fire don't provo- provide any advantage against me either so that's nice
4: so you are in fact a slippery son of a bitch
5: yes that is
4: a fact wily
5: okay there's something else
4: can, can anyone who ever trusted Hiroji raise your hand no, no hands up? Nope. Nobody?
5: All hands are no, in the, in the air. air. There's
4: no hands up? I don't understand.
3: Most crossing his arms right now.
2: Right. <laughs> I mean, he I mean, he does kind of shoot people who are unarmed sometimes.
4: Yeah. From time yeah, to time. Often, often right after we say, don't shoot them. Yeah.
5: <laughs> from uh, time to time, well, it yeah. happens. The only reason they were unarmed is because they ran out of ammo from shooting me a hundred times how i look like about it this
1: so is true don't you have something that allows you to finally almost never fail your trick attacks? yes uh
5: yes uh but it is not it does not appear in hero lab for some reason but so i'm looking it up on the uh, thing it's called specialization skill mastery where you become so confident in certain skills that you can use them reliably even under adverse conditions when attempting a skill check with a skill in which you have skill focus feet which for me is a is uh stealth and acrobatics. You can take 10, even if stress or distractions would normally prevent you from doing so. So I can take a 10 on stealth and acrobatics, which is good for trick attack, because that'll make it a 28.
4: But for nostalgia, once every 5 or 10 attacks, I want you to complain for about 5 minutes about how you're never able to actually make your trick attack. Well, well he's,
3: he's going to be rolling those 1s and 2s for his attack, you realize.
5: Right.
4: That's... Well that'll be more than once every <laughs> five or ten. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
5: and if it's a and if it's a CR, you know, eight or nine rather or higher than it, I have to make a roll.
4: Well, what are the odds of C R eight or nine now that we're seventh level? <laughs> that right. never happen.
5: So, so that's a thing. Lastly, I took a feat. This feat is called enhanced resistance kinetic, which basically gives me a DR five kinetic. Well wow. uh, well, well.
1: That's an amazing feat. It's like no one else I know is going to take that feat. That is so good. That is so
3: good.
5: I think Mo should have taken that feat, especially he's always up in people's business with kinetic energy.
3: Yeah. DR5, not bad. Not bad. You should
5: feel good about that. It scales because it goes up by your base attack. So whatever your base attack bonus is for you, it would be seven. Oh. Mm. Mm. And you can take it multiple times and take it for, like, acid, cold, electricity, fire, or sonic. I took kinetic, because kinetic seems like... Yeah, definitely. Yeah, more general in a way.
1: All right. Yeah, that's it. So you, you, uh, did you buy anything special?
5: I, I did buy some stuff, It's still I have to... A little work in progress, but I did get... Uh, I'm planning on getting the Bombarding uh, Weapon Fusion so I can use my level 2 Water Holy Water Grenade, which should oh. be good damage against undead. It's 46 area of effect. I also bought a bunch of ammo, of more adamantine cold iron silver ammo so
3: that's that's a good idea really good idea yes thank you i wonder if anybody will copy off of you i I might need to do that
5: (laughs) (laughs) yeah people you know
3: (laughs) oh my god okay sorry
5: i think holy water is going to be a good thing to have
1: that's all i know Against the corpse core yes corpse 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 fleet you guys never call it the right i don't really care well Cause it's cause we good like
4: corpse core better it's more fun it's, to say. it's it way more, fun. more I fun i know to
1: say <laughs> no i know it's corpse fleet but it's the corpse corps.
4: corpse corps. i wonder if the corpse Corps, if they get in trouble they have to go up for a corpse Corps court martial
1: yeah, huh. yeah. uh with that then i'm making rusty go next because you you you, <laughs> you 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 got punished you get punished
4: Okay, let's see. Do I give the what did I level up as or do I give the what am I willing to tell all of you that I leveled up as? All right. So, uh, well, you know what? I I actually took a level in badass this time. So I just want you all to know that when you're talking to me, if I feel that I need to actually really like sort of put you down and put you in your place, I'm going to be significantly more effective at that uh, than I've ever been before. Uh, the more realistic version of that is I got get the skill up expertise in Intimidate so I can start adding all my bonuses to that. In two levels, when I get my next uh, Envoy Special Ability, it means I will be able to start giving creatures the shaken condition for multiple rounds with one action. Wow. <laughs> and when I say other creatures, I mean all the creatures within 60 feet of us. Like,
3: whoa, wait a minute. Wait, what about... There's got to be a level uh, limitation, right?
4: Yeah, there's a roll, but I'll, okay, okay. I'll make that right. roll, so that's okay. Yeah.
3: Oh, that's <laughs> true. That's true.
4: Okay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay. Uh, yeah, so basically, it's as far as buffing and debuffing, within two levels, I should be able to set them to be shaken for several turns, then do the get them, then make them flat-footed to everybody.
1: Cool. All right.
4: Uh, so, And also, if you mess with me, I'm going to intimidate the Living Daylights out of you. Uh, This will actually affect our starship combat, by the way. Intimidate is a way to really get your asses to work.
3: (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty much the only way.
4: Uh, I decided that, you know, I've been told by all of you that I really should be at the front lines of every fight, and I've been thinking about it, and that's just not what a leader does. Look, I'd love to be up there with the rest of you guys on the front line. It's what I want, but actually I'm sacrificing by standing in the rear Damn, I wish I could be on the front line with the boys, but I'm sorry. Leadership has to be back here, exactly 60 feet away, precisely, uh, with my new weapon that shoots much longer than the last one that I had.
3: Ooh, bluff check. Uh,
4: yep. <laughs> if you want, I'll make it right now. <laughs> I want to no. see your sense mode. We know. So that's we all know.
3: Yeah, there's no point.
4: You, you, you make No, out. No, give here. your sense mode. Go ahead. Here, I'm gonna re-roll that one. Okay, 32. And your sense motive is a 14. Uh,
3: it's my sense motive is plus zero. So it's it's maxed-
4: Okay, so you both have sense yeah. motives of 14, 14. I and I have a bluff of 32. Actually, when I rolled the three and got the bluff of 20, I didn't need to bother re-rolling that. All
5: right.
4: So, uh, yeah. uh, so at any rate, that, that was my decision. It was honestly for the good of the party. That's why I'm going to be standing farther away from here on in. Uh, so that I can really also do much more damage. And also try to, to hurt the creatures a little more than I ever have. And those are the major advantages. I've been studying a little bit of engineering, so I should be able to help you guys out with that in addition to your computers. I know Dr. Tubble's really you know, been impressed with all of my very, very in- insightful, um, what's the word, insights, into how those computer things work. That's why I've been helping him with it all along.
2: Uh, uh sure yes, I'm very impressed
4: remember that time I told you to press the button and you did hey, that helped
2: any, he's got uh, a po- he's got a point any
3: uh grenade upgrades?
4: uh my grenades are going to it's the ones we found last time and I actually should be able to do basically a grenade a day to keep the monsters away uh also I picked up a new special envoy ability that now gives me dark vision. It's actually probably, if you're familiar with the Envoy class, you know that at 7th level we actually get full dark vision ability. It's also why my eyes now look like sort of a strange yellowy shade with a red glow to it.
3: Wow. I thought you were just possessed.
4: That's a bluff of 36. Okay. Uh, so that's why my eyes have now changed and look like upgraded vampire eyes. It's because I am an Envoy and I have the ability to see in the dark now.
3: Oh, very good. That's cool. Hooray for well, Envoy well, upgrades.
4: Yep. Also as an envoy, I now get the ability <laughs> that's very good. You roll hey, that was a good roll. Nineteen cents motive is not bad.
3: <laughs> it's laughable, but <laughs> it's not
4: bad. Also, I'm I'm getting very stealthy, so now as part of my envoy abilities, if I am not in direct sunlight, I can <laughs>
3: <laughs> He rolls. Oh, Chris. Ah! Uh, he rolls up <laughs>
4: 28, except that my bluff oh, is a 35, so oh, I also Rolls still it by 5, 20. but a natural 20. <laughs> that is
5: good. Uh-huh. Oh. Uh, very suspicious of that one. Being that I'm a master <laughs> of stealth, I'm most, the most stealthy person in the galaxy is me.
4: I'm not so, so I'm sure about that one either, that? but I actually did of course max out, you know, sleight of hand and stealth, but uh, I, 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 I'm not as much of a skill monkey as you are, but I actually still have like a lot of skill points, like 10 or 11 per, rent, per uh, level. So, uh, no, so that's, that's the new Rusty.
1: So the thing is, Bob is so good in real-world bluffing. As I listen to him describe his character, and, and I actually have the sheet in front of me, I don't even know what's real and what's not real. I don't even know what he's making up or is part of the character or his augments. I, 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 I don't know. So good, good job. Excellent. For all I know, Bob can tell me that his character can now walk on walls and fly, and I would say okay because it's, it's just 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 so much going on with this character. I do have jump
2: jets; those are envoy class skills, from what I understand. That is correct. Yes, they are. <laughs> so, who wants to go next? I'm a tunnel. I, I guess it's a, I guess I'm next since John wanted to be a big finale today. Um, though it's kind of a boring level for well. There's one big development, and then the rest is kind of boring. So the big the big update is that uh, Cheddar can now move fully independently, or well, not fully independently, but he has the better the expert AI that he gets at level seven means he can pretty much take a full independent turn now. So no more wow. of the no more of the dance of silliness of like one and <laughs> a half moves. That's so, pretty big upgrade. Yeah, well the only other upgrade left to get is level twenty. There's like perfect AI, which is like. I don't even have to be conscious. He, he can actually act as like his own entity. Wow. But now he has like a full turn and can do the same things I can do. So, at least wow. if I'm reading the rules correctly. Do you have so to give him of,
3: orders? Like, do you have to like issue orders every turn?
2: I believe I still would have to give him orders. He can't do complex tasks, but I, I doesn't seem, it doesn't seem to take an action anymore. I can just go ahead and tell him what I want him to do, and it happens. Type thing for tactical combat like you can
3: like withdraw or like you know switch different weapons or something something
2: yeah pretty much um so that's that's gonna be much more useful um on the like feats and skills type side or the like the the kind of uh user chosen side it's not nearly as exciting um cheddar gets uh enhanced senses so he now has dark vision there's but he is, he, that is not an Envoy class feature in his case. That's just an upgrade. Nice. Um, on Tuttle's side, I went with kind of the sort of mid-maxer choice of extra resolve points. So I figure since I do a lot of healing of the robot. Oh, I yeah. I saw extra, that one. I figured having two extra resolve points to work with might be useful.
3: What's that ability called? I, I, I almost just called took a, that.
2: Um, hold on a second. There were three feats that I was going to
3: take, and that was one of them that really.
2: Well, it's just called extra resolve. Yeah, so, yeah,
3: extra resolve. Well, people might want to know. That's that's kind of a good thing. And
2: how how much extra does it give you? I It's two extra resolve points. Oh. So not an earth not an earth shattering amount. Yeah. But, oh, I, I thought
3: that. it was a lot more than that. Oh. Nah, it's yeah, still, it's still very, very valuable. valuable yeah in certain circumstances
2: yeah. it might be especially since like i said especially since i also have to use them to heal him sometimes
3: well you went from having one and a half characters to having two characters <laughs> so that's pretty good
2: i know i suppose i did kind of undersell the whole thing but it was there was i guess the thing is it's a little underwhelming in the sense that there weren't a lot of like optional features this time around i got a pretty good mandatory feature but i didn't have a lot of choice type stuff to do this this particular level so and as far as equipment i'm still finalizing i'm probably going to get the anchoring seal the one that immobilizes enemies on a crit
1: for my weapon
2: so i'm leaning towards that and then i'm just trying to decide if i want to spend all my pretty much all my remaining money on the uh like the plus four personal upgrade and make you know give Tuttle full godlike intelligence so uh, just my hesitation is that it literally would pretty much be all my money so but on the other hand if you're going to spend it on something spending it on intelligence might be the way to go
3: yeah yeah um i uh also mo also if you know mo he still has a level two pike <laughs> and he has added a second fusion. He went with exactly what you went with the uh, immobilize, uh, immobilizing. Um, the
2: the uh, anchoring, I believe, is that, the official Yeah,
3: anchoring. Thing. Yeah, anchoring on a crit it immobilizes an opponent. That's especially good for Mo because he's obviously he's got that that big old pike that does has reach. In fact, that was the one of the feats I was going to look at. I I wanted to get lunge. And lunge actually extends your reach by five feet. I was almost gonna get that, but I decided not to. Um, I uh, the big upgrade is I got exactly what Hiroshi took. I took a, a damage resistance. Um, it's so good. Uh, yeah, yeah, to physical damage. I have seven DR. So.
4: Wow, Seventy
3: are physical. Co- everyone's wow. copying
5: me. Got the yeah, everyone's cop- <laughs>
3: yeah, everyone's copying. Yeah, uh, everyone's copying Hiroji, and um, got something kind of interesting. My charge attack got a little bit stronger. Okay, I haven't been using charge. Uh, I don't now at level seven. I can attack with. I can basically charge with no penalties for charging, and attack. Twice, and that's the big upgrade with uh, level seven. So that is basically my my haste rune. Just I get that always. uh, At you know if I have, but now obviously I have to meet a lot of conditions. That charge requires that it's a straight line. There's no impeded. You know, I can't move through things. But uh, if I can't, then I just activate that wonderful, wonderful haste seal. For my, uh, or my that haste upgrade, for my armor. So yeah, those were the two big ones for for Mo, and uh, he picked up a little computer knowledge, which is kind of nice. So he has, he's a. So he can assist me. He is a plus one to computer checks, which basic, which basically means he can assist that, and that's good. Like every level, oh my gosh, I forgot. Um, he's also got at uh, one point in life science as well, so he'll right, he be able to. He's that. he's he's clawing his way up the evolutionary ladder.
2: That like, was the complete renaissance, man. <laughs>
3: yeah, he he's he's in in his arc of character. He's going to be eventually enlightened around. Well, Eighteen or 19th level. So I,
4: I want to know what one point means. Does it mean like in your first semester of college, you took biology 101 and yeah. 101? Or, or are yeah. you still at a high school level? I mean, GED level of you can turn the computer on and you've heard of biology.
3: Uh, the two are one and the same in that he crammed the night before the test and <laughs> learned everything and three weeks after taking the course, he forgot everything he doesn't know how photosynthesis works he forgets how a bull becomes a law he forgets everything so that's um yeah that that's his method and it seems to be working with him and the only thing he bought other than that uh extra seal now his pike is called and it has uh anchoring uh the only other thing he bought was uh well he, he he forced the group group loot to buy a whole bunch of healing. So he bought 20 healing serums mark 1 of course because you're going to
1: you're going to stick with those mark 1s until you're dead. It's amazing.
3: Uh, you know what? It's you're going to have to cost them. You're going to have to pry them from his cold dead fingers because because honestly they're like they're just way too expensive. They they're three times more uh, efficient. So I mean, and they're out of combat healing, of course, way out of combat healing. But I don't know. I was thinking of taking uh, maybe something a little nicer, but probably just gonna find it and use it. But that's it. That's always. Okay. I think no secret, new weapons, nothing.
1: most secret is he just, just like just put on good armor, get the DR and the uh, kinetic energy. DR7. He's just like, I'm just not going to take damage. That's it. I just oh, I don't need healing. That's right.
3: And uh, that is one of the uh, I forgot to uh, he also took Armor Savant. He has plus one to Armor Class when in Armor and oh no, he took Armor Advantage. He already had Armor Savant. Uh, it's plus one to Kinetic when in Armor. So not only does he have DR7 but his AC went up one, which is
4: Sweet. Very good. It's huge, I'd say.
1: So all you guys sound locked and loaded, ready to go deep into the vast, into some unknown system where God only knows what will wait for you there. As you are hunting the super weapon, you are fairly behind the Cult of the Devourer and the Corpse core as I will call them, since you guys have Yeah. Round, no, no,
3: have we used our new ship in combat, though? I can't
1: remember. No. The new ship, your new uh, Tier six Sunrise Maiden, has not been used in combat. Although, what's the chances of you taking a month-long voyage in the most nebulous part of the Drift and the Vast? What's the chances of you actually encountering something bad?
4: Like, well, sh- one no. in six. Well, it's statistically, pretty
2: it's so vast that there's that the And it's uncharted. To be very low.
4: Are we using like an improbability drive? What are we talking here?
3: Yeah, that's true. We couldn't afford that.
4: No, we definitely couldn't afford that.
1: Hey, everybody. Steve here. So there we go. We're ready. We're ready to start book four. These guys have leveled up. They've bought their gear. They have the ship all ready to go. So next week is the beginning of a crazy adventure. It's actually pretty fascinating. Books one through three took us 69 episodes, you know, 70 basically. So that means we'll probably finish at about episode 140, maybe episode 130. I think the next few books are going to go much quicker They're a lot smoother in a way. I I don't know if that makes any sense. Like the the adventure just sort of goes very smoothly between events and between areas to explore. I think it's going to go really nice. And I will say book four, because we've kind of already been playing it a bit, is great. It's some of the most fun I've had in this adventure path. I think you guys are going to really enjoy it quite a bit, and there's a lot of Weird things that happen in Book 4, and these guys do things even I wasn't expecting. Anyhow, with that, let's get into my GMPC tip, and that is, should you give out spoiler information to your PCs? And I did that this week. Basically, what I did is I warned them that they probably will not be coming back to Hapsalon Station ever again, and that they really should buy what they need. And I even told them they probably won't be coming back to Civilization ever again. Now, should you do that? And my opinion is definitely, because for characters, a big part of a character is their loot. A lot of characters are actually defined by their loot, especially in Pathfinder, somewhat in Starfinder, somewhat in D&D. You know, you have your character itself, but the loot is a big part of your character, and if you don't have access to loot... That is a big hit on your character and how you actually want to level up your character. So I feel it's definitely necessary that if someone doesn't have access to what is a core component of a character, that they are told ahead of time. Now, one of the nice things about crafting in Starfinder is it's very easy to do. And almost anything that you normally would want to buy, I'm just going to let them craft I mean, they have to make the rolls, but their their engineering and their skills are so high they won't have any problems. They can go back to their ship and they can actually create what they need to create. In a way, the store is always with them. Because unlike Pathfinder and old D&D, crafting was a big part of the game because you can craft things for half price. And for Starfinder, you have to craft things at the exact same price you normally would buy it somewhere else. And I know a lot of people just don't even bother crafting because of that. Because why even bother crafting if there's no advantage? If if it's not half price, why even bother? Well, now I'm finding out why. Because if you're in the middle of nowhere and you need that gun or that armor or fusion or what have you, you can actually just make it. And yeah, it's going to cost the same amount as it would have been in the store. And as long as you have a few skills and a little bit of time, you can then just make whatever you need. Pathfinder and in D&D, you had to take massive amounts of feats and skills and gold. And there was it was whole tables and information. It was a lot. Crafting was its own game within the game. Here, it's just like, what do you want? Okay, you kind of more or less make it. Done. And there's some advantages if you make your own gear. It's a little stronger. You can make it of different materials. But for all intents and purposes, it's exactly the same. I'm kind of on a tangent here. My point being is, if there's going to be information that's coming in the future that isn't too spoilery... I always tell the PCs. It helps them plan their characters. It doesn't break the story. It doesn't break the immersion. And I know people that are so secretive as GMs that the PCs get pissed and then they quit. There's no reason for it, okay? Just telling the PCs, hey, you know what? You guys might want to plan ahead because the next few levels are going to be kind of rough. Okay. There you go. Did that break the whole campaign? Nope. So... I strongly advise, if you're a GM, just level with your PCs. Ah, I made a pun. Get a level. Just level with your PCs and just tell them the way things are going to be so they can better plan their characters for the future. I promise you it won't break your game. So some quick show notes. Don't forget the PaizoCon contest where you can go to PaizoCon for free. You get airfare for free, get a hotel for free. You get to go PaizoCon for free, and you go to the banquet all for free. That will start next week. What do you need to do? You need to listen to the show. We're going to have some questions about things that happen in the show. We're also going to ask you to join us on the Discord. You have to do that. This year, I'm also going to ask if you follow us on Twitter. We're just at roll for combat That's all you need to do on Twitter. Very simple. And might ask you to follow us on Facebook and a few other places. But the gist is, it's not very hard. All you have to do is listen to the show, follow us on a few places, and then there's going to be a form you fill out, and that's it. It's really not that big a deal. Last year, we sent four people to PaisoCon. We actually also sent all of our guys. We also sent some of the guys from No Direction, and we sent some guys from Order of the Amber Die. We sent a ton of people. There was so many people there from Roll for Combat, it was crazy. And we're probably going to do the same thing this year. Also, we're going to be going to Gen Con as well. Gen Con is so crazy, so we have kind of a smaller presence there. PaizoCon is really nice and intimate. It's going to be a lot of fun. And with Pathfinder 2 coming out at this year's PaizoCon, it's going to be awesome. Anyhow, do check out that next week. Also, don't forget, follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on YouTube. Just follow us everywhere. Check out the Patreon. Check out Jason's Talking Combat Column. Every week, every Thursday, he puts that thing out and you should be reading it. I got to go because my office is getting redone and I literally only have a few minutes left to finish this and put it on the web. So with that, I will talk to you and see you guys next week. See ya.
0: You've been listening to Roll for Combat, a Starfinder actual play podcast. If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at rollforcombat.com or drop us a line at contact at RollForCombat.com. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, Discord, and other social media platforms. been listening to roll for combat until next week always remember when your gm smiles at you it's already too late